What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called Game Time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park. Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game Time app, promo code HAM, save yourself $20. We don't even need to thank you. Just hammer that promo code. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This Haberman and Middlecoff segment is brought to you by Ease.com. Promo code HAM, Middlecoff. Promo code HAM, $20 off first purchase, over $50 free delivery. And it's brought to you by MyBookie.ag. Promo code HAM1. That's HAM, H-A-M, and the number one. You get it. Your initial deposit, you get an extra 50% bonus. Now to the pod. My favorite, though, matchup of all time is Rick Bettino's kid against Louisville. How does it get any better? It's fantastic. I mean, it's fantastic. That and the Murray State-Marquette first-round matchup. Marcus Howard, John Morant. What's what's the big deal? Like uh, One of them's like Russell Westbrook, right? The Murray State kid. I've heard compared. Yeah, I mean, he's going to be a lottery pick. And who's the other guy? That's Marcus really Howard's good. like, they're both player of the year candidates. Marcus Howard, whatever, scored 40 points, however many, like a ton of times this year. Yeah, that's a big time matchup. All right, let's get into it, John. Let's let's talk about it. And, and all these lines that you uh, that we'll talk about here in this NCAA tournament conversation, uh, you can find at mybookie.ag. I will tell you, last week, Pac-12 tournament, uh, every meaningful game that I was asked to pick by a buddy who was uh, gambling heavy money on the tournament, I nailed. Um, I when you like, say heavy money, like per game, yeah, like the lowest bet was five hundred, and I think a couple grand on the. I mean, do you consider that heavy? A couple grand on the semifinal was what I considered the heavy money on a game. On a game, yeah. Did he win it? Yeah, because I told him to take uh, Oregon over ASU and uh, UW over Colorado. Um, I thought or, Oregon. I think I, I might be wrong about this. I don't know if you can check that. I think Oregon was favored. I don't. I think they're favored in the championship game, but I think they're favored every step of the way. Like, who, who are they playing round one? So this is an interesting game. They're playing Wisconsin. It's a twelve-five. And Oregon's hot right now, right? And Oregon's on fire. And I've gotten some 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 um, very, best coach in the Pac-12. It's tough. I mean, he's one of the best coaches in the. I mean, he's a Hall of Fame. He's gonna should be a Hall of Fame coach. It's tough. I mean, yeah. I mean, his teams get better every year in March. Dan Altman. And, they, he, and he's missed his best player all season, right? Yeah. I already, I already like Oregon in this game. They're favored. I don't think it's a great matchup for him. Wait, you're saying Wisconsin. Oregon's favored as 12. So that's what I'm asking you. Go, go. I, that's what I've heard. I have not had a chance to check yet this morning. Are you looking at it there? 
Uh, I think yeah, the I, I'm guessing the public I'm guessing people are betting Oregon. Um, I don't think it's a great matchup for them with Wisconsin, but what's good about it for them is it is in San Jose, John. And as you know, a lot of Oregon fans. Fuck yeah! In in uh, in the Bay Area, so that's one game that jumps out. You mentioned yeah, they're they're getting plus one. Jesus. Hey, what what? Here's the game I really want to know because it it comes up. We should talk about this one now because it's going to happen. Actually, I guess our, it'll happen on. We'll do a pod before, but Wednesday, ASU St. John's. I really like ASU in that game. Um, what do you see there? Uh, St. John's getting a point. Okay, I like ASU. Um, but we won't do upset specials. We'll go big pictures here. I think there's seven teams that can win the title. So you you wanted to go through the uh, the championship odds. What, yeah. what are the champion? Rattle them off. Well, uh. Obviously, the the heavy favorite to win the whole thing <laughs> yeah. with Zion back is Duke. Okay, they're about two two to one, a little over two to one, and then there's kind of this group of three teams. You know what? The ACC got three number one seeds. Yeah, the, and you watch the tournament; it's like Jesus Christ, these teams are fucking good. Like I watched Florida State; they're pretty damn good. You got Duke, two to one. Then you got the clump of. Gonzaga six to one, Virginia, Virginia six point five to one, and North Carolina a little over seven to one, and then everything past that is, you know, Michigan thirteen to one, Don't like Kentucky that. twelve to one, Michigan State twelve to one, Tennessee like thirteen to one. So that's and then it kind of drops off. What's um. Uh, I don't think Michigan's going to win the title. You wouldn't put them in your top eight teams, though? Uh, well, I think there's – I've got, like, seven that I think can win the championship. Hey, what, what's your seven? So, I, I think it's Duke and, Mich- and Michigan State. Those are the one and the two seeds uh, in the east. I think it's Gonzaga out of the west. I think it's North Carolina and uh, Kentucky out of the midwest. And I think it's Virginia and Tennessee um, out of the south. So, it's all one and two seeds. It's almost all the one and two seeds except Michigan. Yeah. I'm with, I'm with you. I mean, there are to me like watching Florida State a little bit. They're yep. just so long. They got athletes. That's they could call. upset. That's a good call. What are their odds? Uh, they are basically thirty to one. And here's the thing about them. Like, let's just focus on them for a second. So they're like in the elite athletes, guy. Yeah, and they're in the West, and they played in the ACC. Um, and in the West, they've got Michigan, which I don't think it's a great matchup for Michigan. Um, they've got Texas Tech, who is really good. There, I think I think you're going to see a lot of people taking Texas Tech out of that number one defense in the country. Um, and don't they have a stud score too? Like a pretty good like player of the year type. Yeah, guy? they do. Um, and uh, and you know Gonzaga is the one, but I think a lot of people and I and I again I really like Gonzaga. They got Killian Tilly back, the six ten guy in the WCC tournament. Um, uh, but uh, yeah, I, I think Florida state's going to be an interesting pick. I think a few people are going to pick They're the four seed, at least to get to the final four. To me, there's a big difference, right? Between can you get to the final four and can you win the national championship? Cause I was having this conversation with Eddie house today and he's like, I, he, cause he thinks Name Texas drop. tech can win the national championship. And Eddie is super smart. So I trust it. He's, he's pretty locked in on college basketball. Does he live in Texas or he just watched them a bunch? No, he watches everybody. He lives in Arizona. His kids head yeah. to ASU next year. Watch for gotcha. Jalen house played for uh, Mike Bibby point point Shadow guard mountain. I think so. 
Uh, but my thing is like, there's a di- like getting like a, a like not a like a not a walk like a scholarship guy. Yeah, yeah. So his kid can play. So we interviewed Mike Hopkins, the coach at Washington, today on the show, and yeah. Mike Hopkins ended the interview with Eddie. Your kid is nice, man. Your kid is nice. Did he try to get him? And I was like, wait a second. Has he signed yet, or is he still recruiting the dad right now? And he said, no, he's already he signed in the early signing period, so he's he's already penned. So Eddie's, Eddie's kid can play. Yeah. Um, but to me, like beating Duke and then beating whatever North Carolina, or beating Michigan State and then beating Kentucky or beating Virginia, like that's a whole other animal, right? Yeah. So that's why I draw the line. There's a bunch of teams I think can get to the. The final four. I'll tell you one team, John, that a lot of basketball people have sneaky been like in the last 24 hours. Like the, the, the hoop heads that really watch a lot of basketball. Auburn. Iowa State. Yeah. Um, Iowa State is, uh, I think, are they a six? Sorry, I'm looking at my bracket as I'm talking off mic here. They are a, uh, I think they're in the Midwest. Let me find them. Yeah, they're a six. The Midwest is rough. Because yeah. that's Carolina. That's Kentucky. That's Houston, who a couple weeks ago people thought could be a one seed, maybe. Kansas, meh. But Auburn a five. I don't hate New Mexico's. Well, I'll hold my upset picks. Um, but anyway, I think there's seven teams. Seven teams. Why? Well, um, I, I think yeah. when you're picking, because I was thinking, like, should I just put a huge bet on Duke? To me, the two best quote unquote teams, just best teams. I think North Carolina, who beat Duke twice and then lost by one with Zion coming back, is a better team. To me, North Carolina and Gonzaga are the best teams, just as a whole. Experience, coach. I- teams i think virginia belongs in that see I, I my problem with virginia guy again i helicopter in but you see why they struggle in the tournament like they don't have the blue chip guys they're kind of all coaching all heart all toughness now they're clearly better than that they won the acc but i just like i watched north carolina and roy it feels like these last five or six years kind of went the opposite of coach k like less one and dones more Guys, he's going to have for more kind of like Gonzaga, but they're still getting a higher end guy and they're fucking good. Like, I just, they are a better team to me than Duke. Now, Duke's high end is just stupid. It's in fucking credible. And their best player plays hard as shit. You know, RJ and Gretish kind of can loaf, but Zion is just a machine. Now, I, I tweeted out, like, why shouldn't I place a huge bet? And some people were tweeting back, just, Random fans, like, they're one downfall. They're not a great shooting team. Like, Cam Reddish can shoot. RJ yeah. can get hot. No. But, like, are Gonzaga and North Carolina the bets here? You know? Now, hasn't UNC won, like, two titles in the last five years? Like, are they going to win three? It's funny. They get forgotten about, though. Like, I, that works in their favor, not against them. In my that, that point guard they have with the fro is a baller. He's good. So, and May, who's been there forever. How good is Gonzaga? That's my question. I think they're really good. Like, to me, Gonzaga is stacked. And now they got Tilly back, who's 6'10". He only played in a handful of games. He got hurt last year before the Sweet 16. But they've been in the Sweet 16 four straight years now. Yeah, don't they Don't they have the monkey off their back now? They're not fighting this perception like... Yeah, they Katie played the National up. Championship. And <laughs> Tilly, when he was healthy, Twice, six, right? John, John, he's a 48% three-point shooter last year. He's at 6'10". And he's, he makes him deeper. But I, I will just one – I want to go back to Virginia for a second because they do have a pro, and he was hurt last year. Remember? I think, what, he break his hand or something, DeAndre Hunter? Like, he's a top-10 pick. Yeah. Like, this guy is a – he's 6'7". He's a sophomore. I mean, he's 
He might be a top 10 pick, top five pick. I, I guess my problem was, Guy. I get what you're saying, though. They're just not athletically if, top well, to bottom. Like I just watched teams. them against Florida State in the semis. That would have been Friday. And again, Florida State is what? Like a three seed or a four seed? Like, they were fucking good. But they have athletes, and they looked on a completely different level than Virginia. And that's where I'm saying back to what we originally talked about, is the great part about the tourney is all of a sudden you'll see, you know, uh, I'll just pick up a random team. Like St. Louis or Temple or, you know, Vermont. And they'll be playing a Virginia in the second round or whatever. And you'll just be like, Jesus Christ, it looks like athletically these teams are even. And that's where we never see that in football, right? Like you would never get Georgia playing a Fresno State or whatever and it feel equal. But in basketball, by the, usually once you get out of the first round for a one or two seed, I'll even throw that away last year. That was a freak deal, right? US, UMBC beating them. But by the time you get to the second round, if you're a two, you're like playing a seven. And sometimes like, damn, Temple ain't bad. And then you're tied at half. And just the eye test, because I saw someone tweeted out a year ago today, CJ, or a year ago, you know, seven years ago today or whatever, CJ McCollum was going off. And he was at Lehigh, and they were playing. They upset Duke or whatever. And you're like, Jesus Christ, C.J. McCollum. And then it turns out C.J. McCollum should have been the best player on the floor. Yeah. But that happens sometimes. Right. That That's where I just get nervous with Virginia, who kind of hangs their hat on, like, being the 85 Bears of basketball, where these other teams just score. And, again, I'm not Jay Billis here. I just – the Florida State thing was like, yeah, I'm not betting on them. Right. Now, now, again, Florida State has, it felt like, seven guys that are 6'9 that can all, like, throw hoops. They would be a fun team. If you were, if Guy and John were Florida State students, like, I would have a lot of fun watching them play basketball. <laughs> like, I would, ta- I would go to games, you know? Clearly, that guy, forget his name, but he's a ball guy. I, I like that coach. Oh, do, do you know, um... Uh, what was his name? I wanted to say, uh... I just like him. I think he's a good coach. Uh, yeah, I, I, um, uh, it'll come to me in a second. Do you know how old he is? That's one of the great stories of college basketball. Was he like 80? Yeah, basically. Um, uh, what's uh, Lee, uh, Leonard Hamilton. Yeah. Leonard Hamilton, yeah. Remember, you, know what they, you know what they say. Well, you remember he's the one last year that uh, had the issue, the post-game interview. He what, snapped. Yeah, with um, what's her name? Names aren't coming to me right now, obviously. Leonard 70. Maria? No. Uh, from CBS. Oh, yeah, yeah. He snapped in the, on the uh, – was that during the tournament? Yeah. Or was it – it might have been the ACC tournament. No, I think it was the tournament. Like, yeah, they I got think, upset. Uh, yo, yeah, it wouldn't have been the ACC tournament because it was the CBS report. Uh, what's yeah, it? No, uh, it was the C. tournament. They, they got upset in, like, the first or second round. Uh, they, Dana, they Dana, were, Dana Jacobson. They have the dude that's on uh, the Orlando Magic right now. They had Isaac or whatever, and a lot of these guys that are on this team. Like, they were like a two or three seed. So they were down four with 11 seconds to play and didn't foul. That's what it was. And she was like, what, you guys just gave up? He snapped. (laughs) That's right. That's right. Yeah, Leonard Hamilton. So um, what's – give me a – read me a couple of the the teams after – you, the last one you read was Tennessee at 12 to 1. Give me a few. Well, I, I think, like, you, you see these two names. Kansas is 50 to 1. Nova, 30 to 1. Nah. Marquette, 90 to 1. Buffalo, I think they're pretty good. Buffalo, 80 to 1. Yeah, but see, Buffalo is. 
probably better. I think Buffalo's better than a six seed. Remember, they were a 13 last year. They beat Arizona. You know, one game, one matchup that makes me a little nervous is do, does Gonzaga play Syracuse in the second round? Yeah. Like, Syracuse ain't bad, guy. No, the good news, at least Gonzaga played Washington this year, so they at least to see, they have seen the zone this year, and they beat them. It was tight, though. Yeah, I well, think that was the one thing Mark Few was saying last night, and this is where you clearly, they're, they're on a different level. Like, he's like, well, the one thing we feel pretty good is we've played Duke, we played North Carolina, we played Tennessee. Yeah. <laughs> we play all the big boys Beat now. Duke. Yeah. And I think they beat Tennessee. No, they lost to Tennessee. And they lost to North Carolina. Yeah, but they played somebody else. Uh, who was it? They, they, play- they played like five teams in the top 15. They, uh, you just These guys don't fuck around. Oh, yeah. Well, they also scheduled Arizona. You know, I mean, you thought that'd be – when you schedule yeah. that game, you think they're going to do get, it. Like, they clearly schedule everyone now. Like, they will play anyone, anytime, anywhere. Yeah. Very, very Bulldog football-esque. They're just a little better than Bulldog football. Uh, let's see. Any other uh... – yeah, I, I, do you on, think right? What's do you predict- think right? Do you think right now, guy Duke wins the tournament? Um, and if they do, did he just have the greatest season in the history of a one and done? Yeah, like I do think they win the tournament. That's not. I'm not going to be surprised if they don't, just because it's hard to win the tournament. But I do think they win the tournament. Um, and I think it's a great example of, you know, everyone wants the one and done out of basketball for the players. Obviously, it's an NBA thing, not an NCAA thing. But this idea that, hey, if you just take the top 20 players out of college basketball because now they're not college basketball players, they're, they're in the NBA draft, that'll be fine. There will be a new best player and the brands and the coaches and all that. Like, no. this is If you love this, like, selfishly, I like the one and done for this reason, right? There's other reasons I don't like it. But I like it for this reason because Zion Williamson has to come to college and we're all better off for it. Like, the sport is better off for it. So that's why when it's like, oh, it's not us, it's the NBA, but please, NBA, don't eliminate the one and done. We love it. Like, if Zion was in the NBA right now, would it, would people be as fired up about this tournament? No, they wouldn't. I wouldn't. I, I mean, I think I, he is as must-watch must of a player, and then you hear him talk and the, him coming back. How do you not root for this guy? I would say he's the most in- interesting basketball player, including NBA players, right now. I think you could argue that easily. He he is he is box office, and he stands for everything that's right. Like Twitter wanted him to quit, he refused to quit. He called all those guys idiots. Not only did he come back in the tournament, he led them to a conference tournament championship, and he played his ass off. Like he just plays so hard. I everyone keeps comping him. I I, I think he's just kind of unique because yeah. he's not LeBron because he's a big and he's not Shaq or anything because he's shorter. But I watched some Grandma Ma highlights. He's a better player than Grandma Ma was. You know, I, they're just Grandma Ma wasn't on his level. Not take anything away from Grandma Ma. He went number one overall in like ninety one or whatever. Like he was a big time. Let his team in national. He was also in college a couple years. This guy's. Has there been a player in the one and done era that has been more hyped? Now it's a little skewed because social media has really been big the last four or five years, so it's a smaller sample size. But I, I I was getting Instagram videos of this guy dunking at like 15, 16 years old. Like I knew who he was. 
And, I mean, clearly, if you're just on social media and you follow sports, everyone kind of knew who this guy was because he was such a big deal just on the highlights. He came into college. He then more than lived up to the hype, was just sweeter than everyone thought. And then the shoe thing took him to another level. Then he came back. And then you just hear him talk and you just kind of follow him. You're like, God, this guy's so likable. The one thing that makes me nervous about him, like, once he gets to the NBA, is he going to be angry like everyone else? Unhappy? Yeah, just, you know, just it's, a business. it's a business. <laughs> um, you know, the guy that comes to mind is Mello. Like, that's you talk about a successful freshman, one-and-done guy. M- Mello. He's the, he's the greatest. One-and-done, national championship, number one high school recruit. Now, the problem looking back as you go – and this may happen to Zion in 15 years, is that Melo then was in a draft with Dwayne Wade, better player, and LeBron, way better player. So it's like, will that – like, will we look back in 10 years, Zion wasn't the best player in his draft? It doesn't feel that well, way. Well, but see, I, but what was different about that was there was no question who the best player in that draft. Like, LeBron was going number one in that draft. And right? he just couldn't go to college. Yeah. I But I just mean, like, I don't think it – I don't think Melo – not being the best player in that draft affects the way we look at Melo because the other two guys are Hall of Famers, you know? Like, if Zion isn't the best player in this draft, but R.J. Barrett is, like, a three, a two-time champion and a Hall of Famer, then that doesn't reflect negatively on Zion if he's also really good. I agree. Melo was in, had an awesome NBA career. The good thing about Zion is more than likely, like, one thing that Melo's going to get knocked for is, like, ah, he just kind of lacks days ago. Right, right. You know, that that shouldn't be a knock on Zion if he just continues to play the way he plays. I just know this. Once once you get past Thursday and Friday for the one seeds, it gets really fun watching the one seeds. Because by the time you get to the second round, a 1-8, a 1-9 is a pretty good game, right? You're just getting Gonzaga-Syracuse. Like, that's Duke who—I don't even know who Duke's eight seed is, but— who is it? Do you have the bracket in front of you? Well, yeah, VCU or UCF. With UCF, that'd be um, that guy that's like eight feet. Yeah, Taco Fall. He's seven <laughs> seven, three hundred pounds. What's his name? Taco, T A C K O, like the uh, taco place in the marina. Fall. Yeah. The taco place in the marina is pretty good. Yeah, it is. It's one of my favorites. <laughs> you ever um, get the burrito? Do I ever get the burrito, John? The <laughs> thing about that place is they give you like a pound of chicken. It's, it's, it, it fills you up protein wise. Yeah, it's it's a meal. Um and it's Johnny Dawkins who played at Duke, you know, uh and Johnny Dawkins coach coached where? UCF? UCF, yeah. So when Stanford fired him, he went right to UCF? Correct. I didn't know that. Yeah. It's good knowledge. Uh and then the you know, I think Utah State now they, they gotta beat that's an eight nine game with Washington. Uh but that's the winner of that game is North Carolina's second round. Who does Nevada have? Nevada has Florida. That's a, that's a great. That's a really good game. Did you see the end of the Florida Auburn game in the SEC tournament? Uh, Florida yeah, kind of got screwed. People were freaking out on Twitter. I know so, that. like, this is a great example of you know when college teams don't foul up by three, and I think part of the reason is because coach. Like, I don't think people realize quite how sometimes, sometimes not all the time, how little coaches trust their players. Yeah. So Auburn is up. They go to foul Florida. They foul the guy as he's shooting. It just doesn't get called. Like, he starts getting the ball up. Up how many? I think three. Okay. So they go to so they foul. They wanted a foul before he shot a three. So they go to foul, try to get him on the floor, but he, like, quick, he realized it's happening and, like, throws it up. So because he did that, it was an awful shot because he really wasn't shooting it, but it was, you know what I mean? But he was just throwing it he up was there. Shooting. Yeah. He was shooting. 
and they didn't call it. Like they just got hosed. He got fouled so they by just, like two guys. So they just called like a foul on the court, non-shooting foul. They didn't call a foul at all. They didn't blow the whistle. Like that so was the, the crazy part. That's how the game ended. Well, I think Auburn then came down, maybe made a free throw or something. But did Florida lose it? Yeah, Florida lost. Tell me yeah. this: what's the what's the head coach's name in Florida? Kevin White. Mike. White. Mike. Kevin White's his dad. Kevin White. His dad leads the committee for the tournament. No, the he guy? used to, uh, but he's the AD at Duke. The lead of the committee is Bernard Muir, who's the AD at Stanford. Is Kevin White not a part of the committee anymore? I'm not sure, show? but he, I think he... I saw him interviewed last night on CBS. Really? Kevin White? The dad. Okay. But I, I don't, I'm pretty sure it's the dad. Well, it of, is, if you saw Kevin White, that's Mike White's dad, yeah. Yeah, and Danny White's dad, who's the AD at UCF, UCF right? yeah, right. Mike's brother. Yeah. I don't. I didn't know he was still on the committee. I thought he had. Maybe he's their like committee expert or something. Well, to me, Auburn, like Florida State, is a team that if you look up and Auburn's in the Sweet Sixteen, don't be shocked. No, I mean they were preseason nine. I think like they were a team at the beginning of the year that people thought were going to be a Final Four team. I, th- I think I saw a stat like they had been to the tournament one time in twenty years, and now this is going to be Bruce Pearl's third time in four years or something. Like it's Houston's there's a reason a- they're good. Houston, Kelvin Sampson, that's another one. Houston back-to-back tournaments. I, I love, in college basketball, a good redemption story. Like, someone that just gets popped for doing something is like, his career is over. And then, well, if the guy's a good coach, guess what? Five years later, he's going to be out of school leading them to the tournament. It really says a lot about Rick Pitino that he's not a coach in college basketball. Well, it was it's fresh. It just happened last year. And two, it was pretty crazy. Like, his allegations, Sampson's were he was just texting someone, right? He just texted a guy, I want you to be at the school. I want you, I want you, I want you, and you just weren't allowed to text. It wasn't that nuts. Patino's allegations were they were paying for hookers to fuck the players to get them to commit. Like that, to me, that's even jumping the shark on like money. It's like, damn. Again, but it, yeah, at the end of the day, it's not that crazy. I'm sure it's happened before. Like part of uh, what was Ray Allen, Jesus Shuttleworth in the movie, he went on a recruiting visits and had threesomes. Right. I, remember, I remember being in high school or like junior high, like seeing boobs. That was what used to be a big deal. Well, before porn was all over the internet. That's what somebody was making the point the other day. Like Chappelle show, like Chappelle exposed R. Kelly a long time ago. Just no one was paying attention. Yeah. Did you know I was watching it uh, last week? Chappelle show. Did you know it's actually, it's Chappelle's show that there's an apostrophe S I've been calling it Chappelle show my whole life. Me but too. I, I didn't I think know. It's Chappelle's show. I did not know that. Yeah. So move forward with that. All right. Uh, so pro- promo code ham one. Get your gamble on. I can't. I love gambling on the tournament. There you go. Save big on brunch for mom. All in the Kroger app. Get sixteen ounce packs of flavorful Angus ninety percent lean ground sirloin for four ninety nine each with a digital coupon. Then buy two get two free on twelve packs of delicious Coca Cola, Pepsi, or Seven Up. All with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.